superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Y'all remember this? Check this out. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Let me just get this off my chest, too. Only those who wish to listen may do so. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The number of people that reach out to me, it's insane. So your message to Jets fans would be what right now? Coach, what do you have for me? Keep the faith, enjoy the ride. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, senior writer for Sports Illustrated, Chris Mannix. Senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. Coming up, 49ers quarterback, Brock Purdy. And now, it's Rich Eisen. That's correct. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Great stuff with our friends from Sports Illustrated. Chris Mannix covering the association. And Albert Breer covering the National Football League. If you missed it, we re-air on Channel 210, the Roku channel, um, as soon as we are done. And it's free on all Roku devices, select Samsung Smart TVs, free on Amazon Fire TV, free on the Roku app, because on that app is the Roku channel. The Internet Tubes also works for free. The YouTube, uh, the uh, pardon me, the Roku channel.com. There's our YouTube stream as well. Uh, where we cut up uh, much of the show and put it there, hit us with the subscribe button. You can also watch our podcast there, Overreaction Monday and What the Football, uh, by also getting that uh, for your ear gate, where all three hours of this show can be downloaded as a podcast version every single day, thanks to the Cumulus Podcast Network. I think I've covered everything. Um, and we say hello to our radio audience. Did I mention our radio audience? Hello, I, radio. No, I, I sound like that comedian that made fun of me. Um, <laughs> Man, you know what I'm looking up right now? <laughs> you know, I, I, I've got the sports, uh, you know, bunch of uh, mix up here. Uh, and and I, I'm, I'm, I, it's like every day, I don't know if it's right around this time, it just looks like Nick Nurse is staring into the abyss, <laughs> you know, where he's trying to trying to describe, you know, we love James. James is great. We hope he shows. We just don't know. I mean, I only can coach the guys that are here. It's just like, yeah. you know, I mean. Well, what can he say? It's like he said. I don't know. To They're old him, he's like, we're going to roll the ball out if he's here. We're going to roll the ball out if he's not here. And I was watching some preseason the other night on ESPN, and, and Doc was doing the game, and I forgot. I was like, oh, yeah, he's on the main cast now yeah, with Doris yeah. and he Mike Doris Green. And Green. By the way, that is going to be an outstanding list. And, and the Celtics hired Jeff Van Gundy as kind of, oh, an, is that ex- right? kind of like an executive um, uh, consultant. Oh, and great. I was like, oh, okay. That, I forgot about that those guys are no longer there. And yeah, I know. a new team on ESPN. Uh, I, I love, you know. JVN, yeah. as you know, yeah. or JVG, pardon me. Um, can't can't uh, can't wait to hear. Uh, you know, you know how I feel about Doc, and uh, and Doris as well. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Roger in York, Pennsylvania. Let's take York. your phone call. York. What's up, uh, Roger? York College. Hey there, Rich. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, I called you a couple weeks ago. I want to apologize first of all because I called you, Greg. You were talking to Craig Kilborn. That was in my head. So. Apologize about that. No Still worries, that Bob. Bracelet, by the way, um, <laughs> Bob. <laughs> that's cool. Um, um, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. I'm ready to see him as your guest. Um, I want to take you back. You were in Europe, so I don't know if you got to see this or not. But that Cowboys game that he played, they showed him after the kickoff when he came on the field, and the look in his eyes, his demeanor, his aura, his confidence. You just knew. Sorry, TJ. You just knew the Cowboys were about to get it handed to him, and they did. Fast forward, Cleveland, Ohio this past week. Mm-hmm. Number one defense, his best outing, not by far. Terrible. Yep. However, mm-hmm. with the three, four, five minutes left, he had his team up. He capable did. Capable of winning the game. Mm-hmm. 
take away two questionable pass interference calls that his team goes down on. One and a half minutes left. He brings his team back, and he has a chance for a field goal. And all I can really say is if he still had Penn State's own Robbie Gould, as nice. the chances are that could be a different story, and he'd still be perfect. But. I, I agree with you, Roger, and thanks for the call. Greatly appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. Uh, by the way, uh, if you don't mind me saying, he, he he did sound like he's from Pennsylvania. Is that why he started laughing? You know, Mr. PA over there. He's like, hey. picked up on that accent. Yeah. Um, just make a note of it. I think that would be a good drop of his laugh and saying, that's cool. Oh, yeah, I really, I, yeah, I like I really, that. That, that might not be a bad that's drop. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That might be useful. Although I do remember him calling you Greg, and I kind of went, and we in my head, I was like, did he just call him Greg? <laughs> so I called him Bob. Speaking of, uh, Brock Purdy is going to be joining us in about 15 minutes' time. Can't wait to chat with him. Brock Purdy. His first appearance, I believe, here in the history of our program. Yeah, that's right. So I'm excited about that. Um, Hey, let's talk about, you know, we're talking about James Harden uh, doesn't want to be where he is. What about Devontae Adams? Does he want to be where he is? Again, we spoke about it with Albert Breer earlier, and we'll get to his comments in a moment. But first up, the latest example of Devontae Adams saying something that leaves us all wondering, what is he saying? You know, it seems like he goes right up until the doorstep of saying, I don't want to be here. (laughs) And then steps back and says, no, I do want to be here, but, you know, not in the manner in which I'm currently here. You know what I mean? Like, that's Mm -hmm. what it seems like. He's made comments uh, on for uh, print stories and also – into a microphone, the latest one occurring in his weekly availability in front of the press on Wednesday. He's had only six catches in the last two games, both of them Raiders wins, believe it or not. Yeah. This is what Devontae Adams had to say. I mean, it's a work in progress. Obviously, we're going to continue to work through it. But, I mean, I'm a human being, and I have extremely high standards for myself and this offense. So, it's, to me, it's not just about, you know, I'm sure people are thinking like, you know, well, they won the game, they won the Packers game, you know, why is there an issue? I mean, you see why it's an issue. You you know, y'all should know who I am, know what I'm about at this point. So it's not about, you know, when, when, you're, a, when you're a player like me, mentally, it's, the, my benchmark is not wins and losses, it's greatness. So when I go out there, I expect to be able to have that ability to put that on tape and have the, uh, an influence on the game. And that's, like I say every week, that's the, my purpose for being here. I'm not here just to hang out and, you know, like I said, come here to hang out with Derek and all of that stuff from last year. Came here to win and to, to do it the right way. So, if I mean, if it don't look like it's supposed to look, then, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be frustrated if I'm not a part of that, that plan because, as you know, I have, I have the opportunity to go and make, to, to change that and make it look like a much better pitcher out there. And if that doesn't happen, then I'm going to be frustrated, you know. If, if Jacoby goes out and have a – a monster game or if the offense is scoring every five plays like the you know our first drive on the bills then it is what it is i don't you know I don't, it's not about me but you know i'm one of the bigger pieces you know as to why this offense is going to go and if i'm not getting it then that's obviously not um according to plan so we want to we want to obviously keep working like we are to, to get that that right all right so what does he mean by that we had albert breer on in hour number two i asked him exactly that very question, and here was his answer from Sports Illustrated, our friend. He just comes from a winning program, and guys who come from places like that who haven't experienced losing then go to a place like this, and it gets them a little bit more than it would to other players. I think like this is sort of a signal from Devontae Adams, like, all right, I signed here. I wanted to play here. It was my choice to come here. I bought into Josh McDaniel's program. Now you got to show me. I know there was some frustration on you know the the part of McDaniel's and his staff last year. I mean, part of the reason they were out on Derek Carr is because Derek Carr didn't take enough chances and give Devontae Adams enough chances. And you know, I think that that's a part of it is like the quarterback position to some degree has undermined Devontae Adams. You know, and and that you know Jimmy Garoppolo is banged up again, and now is it going to be Brian Hoyer? Is it going to be Aiden O'Connell? And you know, again, like I think Devontae sort of in this show me place where if it doesn't get better over the course of the year, um, and I don't think it gets traded before the deadline, but mm-hmm. if it doesn't get better, you know, over the rest of this year, like then I think all bets are off and, you know, he is probably considering his options. So that's Oof. Albert Breer's opinion um, that it doesn't mean anything for the moment, but if it doesn't improve by the end of the year, um, then, then he'll, uh, you know, 
his options would be literally saying the words, I don't want to be here, but screw it. Let's just go straight to the source and Devontae Adams because earlier today he retweeted uh, the senior writer for The Athletic who covers the Raiders to Sean Reed, giving, who gave his two cents on the subject matter, that my takeaway from Adams' comments, he values winning above all else but knows the Raiders can't win at the level he wants to without the offense being significantly better. And for the offense to be that, he needs to get the ball more. It's fairly simple. Adams retweeted that saying, simple. Thank you, brother. And I will say this, Hmm. my takeaway from it, it is that simple, right? It is that simple because it will come across that Adams sounds like it's about him, right? Because you're supposed to say, oh, we won the last two games. I don't care if I get just one catch for one yard as long as we win. Nah, because If he only gets one catch for one yard, you're not going to win multiple games in a row too often. You're not going to win too many games too often. You brought him in and paying him all that money for a certain reason because you're getting that heart of a lion who wants to be great. And it is about greatness for him because at this point of his career, you know, outside of that championship trophy and ring and the winning, it is about chasing the all-time greats, because he is that good and has been that good. And, you know, I'm sure Packers fans might be, well, you should have stuck around here. Maybe you and Rodgers might be back-shouldering your way down the field in the the NFC North right now, too. You know, Rodgers might have stuck around if Adams did. But, you know, there's other aspects of it. Again, Adams wanted to be closer to the West Coast and definitely hanging out with Derek was definitely one of the uh, benefits of coming there. But to me, to me, and it's only going to get worse, one would think, with all due respect to Aiden O'Connell and or Brian Hoyer, that without Garoppolo, the most steady, when healthy, hand, I don't know if Adams is going to be fed in the manner in which he feels he needs to be. That's kind of the issue here. But the ultimate issue I'm taking away from this, these comments and the ones before it, is somehow, some way, he feels that the setup there is not for his ultimate success. He feels as if whatever's going on there is not set up for his ultimate success. That is the subtext to everything he has been saying. Because if he felt as if those who are either A, feeding him, or B, scheming to feed him, or are C, having the ability to tell those who can feed him, feed him. Feed him. Not to sound like, you know, hey, James Franklin, why don't you go up top? I'm not talking about up top. I'm like 217, who's always effing open. And if he's not, you can back shoulder him open or you can throw him open because he is that good. And so when I hear these comments, there's always that subtext that I feel that he feels. And again, I shouldn't speak for him because he's told us what how simple it is. But, you know, for the offense to be better, he needs to get the ball more. It's that simple. And he's like, yeah, thank you. It is that simple. Then why does he feel the need to have to say it? If Santiago wasn't to be touched, touched, then why was he touched? And if he was told that he's being transferred off the base, why didn't he pack a thing? It's because... He didn't feel that way, that he was safe. You know what I'm saying? And so he feels, it seems, every now and then to have to say stuff because maybe deep down he feels as if he's not being fed enough or being... I don't know. Is it a respect thing? What is up? Does he feel as if, let's just call it what it is, that McDaniels and his system 
is set up for his ultimate success to let him be the goat that he is period and if that system isn't the right fit or the quarterback isn't the right fit then let's find him the ability to be the Randy Moss in this system who honestly who is in, in this system who has been the beast of all beasts and the only one the running back well no I'm talking about as a receiver oh not Jacoby Myers in this system, in the history of this system, I guess I should be more. Oh, sorry, you're going big. To, well, Randy, yeah, Randy Moss. Moss, correct? Yeah, good, good, good and, then, and then after that, it's Edelman or Gronk, right? I mean, who oh, else? The, the slot guy and the tight end. Yeah, yeah, Welker. So treat him like he's Randy Moss because he has that ability, and he's going to wind up in the same room as Randy. So. I know, but the and, weird thing is, and he's a different receiver than Randy. I know, but, but Randy Moss had the career; they didn't win the Super Bowl. Well, I don't know if that had anything to do with Randy. Randy also had that had to do with any given Sunday with a team that was ready to roll. That, by the way, that played him three weeks beforehand and had a better sense of of being able to hang with them. I mean, there are a lot of circumstances that had nothing to do with Brady and Randy and the and and the Devontae's averaging six targets per game and Uh, wins. Not enough. 14 targets in the losses. I, and I and I get it. I get it. As a matter of fact, that loss to the Steelers, he had, you know, we came on the he air and said, this is the, it's the most angering, yeah. you know, uh, angry I've ever seen a receiver who's been fed. Yeah, he was amazing in that game. 13, 172, two touchdowns. But I, I don't think that's any indication of if you feed him a lot, you lose. You don't feed him enough, you win. I think that's an anomaly, which is why he's saying something. And the fact that he feels the need to continue to say something to me is weird it's weird. Or, you know, McDaniels rubs people the wrong way. Or you heard, or you just heard basically uh, Breer say in his comments that the reason why they fell out of favor with Derek Carr is he didn't feed Adams enough. There is something amiss there, and I don't know what the hell it is. I can't put my finger on it, but every now and then Adams says something either to the print press or into a microphone where you're like, what does that mean? And then he comes back to have to describe what it means, and it's not like I want to get the hell out of here. I want the football more. And by the way, C.D. Lamb kind of said that last week. And guess who got the football more? Yep. He did. And guess what the company with the Dallas Cowboys? Got the dub. C.D. Lamb got fed. Damn straight. It is kind of funny, Chris, that you bring it up because I'm looking at this. The, the three games that no, he I know. was targeted the That's most. That's an anomaly. Get out yeah, of here. Yeah, but it's just That's weird. Six, That's six games, though. All right, so spread it around more. Really? Uh, and I'm not really? saying not to give him the ball more because obviously that's ridiculous, but you just or look at he, this. Or you it's... could say, or you could say that it wouldn't have been a close game against the Patriots if they gave it to him 12 damn times. Maybe not. Maybe not. And obviously the defense might, you know, do, dictate. Come on. But what if he gets eight targets and they win again on Sunday against the Bears? Well, well then I can't wait to hear his post-game press conference. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial here on the program. Before we take a break, I want to tell you about game time. Go and get the app like we all have because it makes your ticket buying process easier. Take all the frustration out of your ticket buying experience. You browse through the game time app. You can see last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. You find tickets for any kind of event in your area, sports, music, comedy, theater events, or outside of your area. Right now, again, I'm monitoring what's going on in the sphere in Vegas. Oh, I just used game time yesterday to buy tickets for Bruins Kings oh, Saturday yeah. night at State Bowl. boy. Let's go. And you get the lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, that game time guarantee means they will you credit you 110% of the difference. That's just one of the many reasons why you should go and download the game time app, create an account, use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Restrictions apply. Visit gametime.co for terms. Again, create an account, redeem the code RICH for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Brock Purdy, baby. He has no idea. (laughs) Coming up next. 
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here on the program, getting ready for Brock Purdy, baby. He's about to join us in just a couple minutes' time. Sweet. So. This feel like a family reunion yeah, about just to like, happen? Yeah, no, <laughs> Family reunion. What do you mean reunion? He's never been on the program. I mean, well, your son, you haven't seen him no, in a while. Like, you know. We wait at school. Don't talk. Don't. You're going to make don't Baker Mayfield jealous. Well, don't Baker make knows Baker he's number Mayfield. one. No. I just like the way he plays. I'm excited for him. I'm excited to see what's going on in his career, his life. See, how do you mother for me? I'm excited for the off-season conversation. Which is what? <laughs> this guy. He's excited for the off-season. Uh, oh, it's just me having to take a stand again. And it's, you know, an unpopular opinion. Oh. You well, the Niner friend. Just relax, man. You, you Two weeks ago on Overaction Monday, you said the Niners would would beat an all-pro uh, an team, all, an, all-star an all-star team, team with a, from every other, all 31 other teams. I know. I feel bad that I jinxed them, but... I did feel that. No, you should just leave it at that. Niner fans feel great about you right now. I did feel that way at the time. I know. That's what Overreaction Monday is about. It's about in the moment. That's why it's called Overreaction and then the word Monday. And then I I love the comments a week later, like, oh, this aged well. I mean, that's the whole point is that it doesn't age well. You want that, right? That's the point. We're making fun of stuff that is only in the moment and will rarely age well. That's the point. People that don't understand. Yeah, I don't the think concept. people get that. Yeah, yeah. They don't get it. That's like, okay though. Overreacting. It's 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 okay, because you know it's a popular segment, and um, and uh, you know that's what we do is hey. is to it's, be is make popular stuff. Yeah, very popular. I sent Brockman a Thank screenshot in the middle of the day yesterday. I was like, look at the number. We're not going to apologize for winning. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Coach. Thank you, Mike yeah. yeah. He doesn't care. Your views it. are crazy. They're good. We're doing all right. We're appreciative. At any rate, you know his views are crazy too. Our next guest. <laughs> Fantastic. Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. And stopping by for the first time, I believe, right? He's not been on this uh, program before. We've, we've been talking about him a lot because, you know, uh, he's good at football and he has proven that since uh, getting the reins of the starting gig. Last year from the San Francisco 49ers getting set to take on the Minnesota Vikings on Monday Night Football, which you can hear on many of these stations on Westwood One. Brock Purdy, the San Francisco 49ers here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Brock? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, last time I saw you was at the Super Bowl, right? Yes, sir. That was a good time? Yeah, I saw you. Introduce me to Shaq, man. I appreciate it. You know what? It's (laughs) it's one of those things. You know, uh, when Shaquille O'Neal was walking out of the Fanatics party, you were there. I'm like... Shaq, this is Brock. Brock, this is Shaq. 
there you go you know yep. he had to uh like get on he had to go underneath the umbrella to see me like, <laughs> <laughs> He's a big dude. I mean, it, just in, in all honesty here, I mean, how have you been able to uh, adjust uh, in, in a life where you're definitely more famous every passing day than the, the day before with you, Brock, your new life? Yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, I just try to keep it simple, man. I just got to remember, you know, I'm human. I'm the same son, brother, um, you know, fiance. Like, I have a fiance now, like, yep. but um i just keep those things in mind man i don't try to think that i'm somebody else or something bigger um and so that's just how i go about my life and and part of that is you're do you still have a roommate are you are you still in that world right now Brock? yep yep say i'm still obviously on league minimum and you know trying to save my money and so splitting rent with my roommate who's an offensive lineman here so yeah it's uh it, it's nick right is it who it is yep nick sakel nick yep. sakel all right so and um and that is, it's just wild. Does it ever blow your mind what's going on in your life right now, Brock? Yeah, in a sense. Um, I mean, I, we look at it like, you know, it's, it's sort of funny, you know, like, you know, it is what it is right now. This is where I'm at with my life. But, um, you know, just trying to enjoy I'm playing in the NFL on a great team. And, um, you know, pe some people make want to make it a big deal. Like, oh, you should be getting paid with this. And I don't care about any of that. It's, you know, we're having fun with where we're at. And um, I'm appreciative of just everything. Deep so. down, you know, it's coming though, right, Brock? Deep down, you know it's coming. Those we'll days see. are coming. We'll see. Gotta we'll one day see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, all right. So let's just jump into how are you processing last weekend right now? Yeah. Um, man, it was obviously tough. You never want to lose any game. Um, and, you know, for us, even if we did win the game, it's like, man, you got to look at yourself and, and be real about the things that we got to clean up. You know, we got to be better on the road with a lot of things operationally as an offense um taking care of the ball and you know taking um advantage of the opportunities that they give you so you know we're real about it but at the same time and we got a lot to look forward to with the season we got a big game coming up this week with monday night football um so we're real about it but i think that's what you know makes us pretty good anything so. happen in cleveland that you're making a mental note of okay that happens in minnesota or future down the line i'm gonna do uh something different x y and z a, a takeaway that you're willing to share right here from that yeah um, man i would just say you know just thought like i said the operation you know our offense we're pretty complex with stuff um but just making sure you know if a couple of our key players go down you know like debo and christian being able to you know help out the guys that come in the huddle who you know maybe haven't gotten those reps at practice and and the, allowing them to you know be ready for play calls and stuff like that and um, that's something that i take on on me um you know ray ray came in the game and Elijah Mitchell, J.P. Mason, you know, backing up, you know, Christian and Debo. And I feel like I could have done a better job with just helping them out with where we're supposed to line up, the plays that we have to run and um, and things like that. So, so just moving forward, I got to be better with that. Why is that on you? you I know? mean, just as, as a quarterback in general, you know, for us to be on point and to move as an offense, I just feel like, you know, there's times where I can just tell them when we break the huddle, hey, you're over here, just remind them, little reminders especially on the road when, you know, the environment is crazy. It's sometimes tough to hear. Um, but just being ready for those kind of moments, I feel like it could um, just help them out and help them get into a groove and help build their confidence. So I, for some reason, I feel like I just take that on myself. Brock so. Purdy here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk about your relationship with Kyle Shanahan. What generally does he tell you going into a, a game like, say, this Monday night? Walk me through that relationship if you don't mind brock yeah um i mean he always just you know echoes you know you don't have to be somebody you're not you don't have to be some superhero you don't have to think you have to do too much um you know he obviously allows me to play who as who i am but at the same time i understand everything ties together in this offense you know there's a reason why he's calling certain plays if the shot plays not there you know progress to number three and we'll move on you know to third and manageable compared to third and long. And so he's always just, you know, preaching and teaching play within our offense, within our system. You don't have to do too much. There's times where you'll have opportunities where you break outside the pocket and you have to make a play. And then he's like, you know, be you in those moments. But um, we have a good defense. we got a great team overall. And so do what we ask of you and we'll be just fine. Why do you think it works so well or has worked so well so far, Brock? Why? Yeah, um, 
I mean, I think we just got obviously a great team. You know, we got playmakers across the board. And so for me, I look at it like I'm a point guard. You know, I just got to dish out the ball to the guys in space and allow them to make plays and be on time, make the right decisions. Um, I don't have to be this, you know, superhero of a quarterback scrambling and making all these highlight plays. That's not how our offense is, you know. And so our run game is really important, you know, for me to make sure we're in the right run, the right play. Um, taking checkdowns, being smart with the ball, being willing to punt because we have a good defense. I feel like it just all ties together, you know, and um, yeah. And the number of people that I've spoken to from your your team, your teammates, McCaffrey, Kittle, for instance, um, Debo, I've asked them the same question, so I'll ask you as well. Um, your coach is famous for saying this is the way if we run the play, it's going to work, and it's exactly how it does, in fact, play out. Do you have a story like that about Kyle Shanahan telling you, do it this way, let's call it at this time, and then he does it, and it does actually hit in the same manner that he predicted? You got one of those for me, Brock? I mean, I think, like, there's multiple times, you know, he's uh, he's called the right play at the right time, like, you know, Sunday Night Football, the trick play. We've had that in for weeks, and then we run it, and we hit George down the sideline at the right time. It was the right coverage. Great, great play call uh, last year against Seattle in the playoff game. Um, we did this trick play, not necessarily a trick play, but we sold outside zone really hard to the left. And Jawan had a great fake block and went down the sideline. It was a huge play in the game for us to, you know, then score after um, we had been saving that play for a while. But he just, you know, allows to, you know, set up those plays for, you know, third, fourth quarter, you know, crucial parts of the game kind of plays and so um everything ties together man he's always thinking about how he can set something up whether it's pass run or whatever but uh the dude's a wizard so a few minutes left here with brock purdy san francisco 49er quarterback so over your left shoulder i couldn't help but notice there's montana you know over your right shoulder there's dwight clark reaching out for a pass from montana have you spoken to montana you got any relationship with him at all brock yeah, a little bit um i spoke to him Actually, at the at the Super Bowl event, it was the first time I saw him. Um, the last time he was in, I think Santa Clara, he was here for the Chiefs game last year. Mm -hmm. I wasn't playing at the time, so I, I didn't really, you know, have an opportunity to talk to him. But um, when I have talked to him, I, he's been nothing but great. He's supported, you know, this team and how I've played and stuff. And so just to be able to hear him, um, you know, sort of show some gratitude and stuff for me, it's like, dude, that is a legend. That's the guy. <laughs> That's the guy, you know, when you look at the 49er logo, that's who you think of. So what an honor. And what about Young? What about Steve Young? You got yeah, he's him? been around too. Um, spoke to him the Sunday night game, actually. He was on the field for a little bit. Um, and how, you know, he was very, just really nice about everything. He's like, dude, how you've handled everything and and your decision-making and your process. And he goes, I want to sit down and talk to you more about it. So uh, just to know that, you know, he has our back too. It's That's awesome, man. It's like a dream too, but what an honor for both of those guys to, you know, love what we're doing. And I'm just wondering, why doesn't this phase you more? <laughs> I'm serious, man. I mean, like, how old are you again right now, Brock? 23. 23. I mean, seriously, what an opportunity you had placed in front of you and how it's all beginning to blossom for you. And obviously, you've got a lot more football, and I totally get it. But wh why do you think, you know, not to turn you me into a shrink here and just try and have you lie on the couch, but why does it why does it not phase you? Like, what about your upbringing or anything that you think you can hang your hat on on this? Bro? I mean, if we're being real, man, my yeah. faith, you know, um, it allows me to realize like I'm a part of something that's not about me. You know, my whole life and stuff, trying to think, you know, like this is all about me. This is my story. This I don't think like that. You know, I. I just want to help this team win. I want to help, you know, love on these guys here and, and you know, tell them about Jesus and, and God and having a purpose in your life. That's that's where I'm at. That's how I think mentally. And, um, you know, all the other stuff that comes about, like obviously you got legends and people that you grew up watching that you're able to now talk to and stuff. But, man, I see it. You know, they're human too. You know, I'm human. We're not these gods or anything crazy. So, um, I don't know. I just try to keep it simple. You know, I'm living life, I'm playing football, and I get to get paid doing this job, and it's a blessing. And so, so many people are trying to crack the code on 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 finding another you or finding somebody who can come into the league and perform, you know, in, in a manner in which you're performing. Uh, do you think the four years you had at college and the amount of time you played 
does help in this front as well, Brock? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, I've told multiple people multiple times, like the situational football, the the environments you go and play in, just the different defenses and schemes that you have to get ready for, like four years of that and catching a ball, seeing all that kind of stuff and being, you know, accurate with the ball and making plays, like all that stuff added up. I think it really did help, you know, um, when I got to this level in terms of, you know, now I get to see a defense. Oh, I remember seeing this a couple years ago against this scheme in, in college or whatever. Um, I think that all those little things help. And at the end of the day, man, it comes down to making good decisions consistently. And so um, I feel like I have a lot of reps of that from college and it allowed me to be ready for what's to come here. All right. In the few minutes I have left with you, how do you respond to those who say you're just a, a product of the system there, the coach and the guys around you? And all you're doing is basically rolling the balls out and not making mistakes. How do you respond to that, Brock? Oh, man, I would just say, you know, I, I, I don't really care in a sense. You know, I I just want to win. I want to help this team win. Um, people can say what they want. That's cool. Um, I just want to help this team win and reach our goals. And then we'll see at the end of all this if that's true or not. So, And then the coolest thing that you've been able to experience um, outside of obviously the X's and O's and the winning. Um, beat, I'll just example, beating Brady, for instance, or meeting somebody. You know, obviously we talked about you getting to meet someone like Shaq. What, which is the one that's just landed on you is, okay, that's pretty damn cool, and then you go back to being the quarterback of the 49ers. You got anything um, like that for me, bro? I would just say, you know, you may have heard the story, but, like, my first game was against the Dolphins. I wear number 13 because of Dan Marino. My dad's from Florida, so I was a Dolphins fan growing up. Mm -hmm. But that was my first game I got in. And then in the second quarter, I look up on the big screen and Dan Marino's there. So, like, <laughs> it's um, it's crazy, sort of like things like that. But, um, yeah, man, what a ride so far. And it's I'm very thankful for all of it. So. And you got a chance to meet Marino, chat with him, uh, talk with him? Yeah, I was doing a Thursday night sit-down with Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's right. FaceTime Dan Marino in. So that was the first time I talked to him. It was, it was pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, I know. Did you ever see Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? Do you ever see oh, that yeah. one? Okay. Oh, yeah. It's a great one. <laughs> you know, okay. Very good. Just want to make sure on all that. All right, Brock. Well, this has been a pleasure chatting with you. Um, good luck to you on all that. Um, and, you know, while, while you still have a roommate, who, is he the messy one? You're the messy one? What, which, who's, what do you got? What is nah, it like? He, he gets annoyed at me, Max. I'm always telling him to clean up after himself. So oh, you're the quarterback. Nick, do the dishes. Yeah, you're the quarterback, though. You know what I mean? You're the, you're the yeah. quarterback. You know, that's right. You can't that's have right. you can't have your house in order, Brock. It's like your huddle. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Yeah, okay. take pride in it, man. Well, listen. Um, congrats on the ride so far, um, and good luck moving forward, sir. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. What a uh, what a delight. Very nice, young, respectful man. Don't you, uh, it seems yeah, to be know, locked in with his head screwed on straight. You know, very focused. Seems like he's got. He'd have the same expression if like there was a fire burst out. Around Guess what? Him, That's know? what you want, right? In your yeah. in your quarterback. Absolutely. There's not a deer. There's Otherwise, no headlights. Very uh, burrow esque. You think so, huh? In terms of demeanor, dude. In terms of play as well, he is that guy. He is, and I know you still need to see I, it. I, I know you're I, in the camp. I still need, I to, need see to see it. more. I need to see him I know. play some full seasons. Here. I get it. Well, you know, he's I, in the midst of it. And I think that's a fair assumption. Big game this weekend. Big game Monday. How does he follow up? How does he process it? How yeah. does he take it in? How does he respond? All of that stuff. Yeah. But even if they lose that, who's next? San Francisco's home. For, speaking of Burrow, he's got him next. Whew. Cincinnati at oh. San Francisco. Um, there's a lot of matchups this year that Ooh. could be like sneaky Super Bowl previews. Then a bye. Then they're at Jacksonville, home for. Oh my goodness. Uh oh. How am I going to deal with this? Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no, they play in Baker. Oh no. Oh, Rich. oh no. Home for Tampa. Oh. It's like your personal Kelsey Bowl. It's called a family feud. Week eleven. Oh. Can we call you Donna that week? How do I wow. deal with that? Oh, Rich. I don't know. How do I I'm deal not, with that? I'm not that? sure. Uh, uh, oh, I'm dumbfounded. How do I deal with that? Yeah, for you right before Thanksgiving. <laughs> we get you a split jersey. You a split jersey. Right? Yeah, we're going to get you a split jersey. <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely going to get you a split jersey. That is funny. A split jersey, huh? Split like, jersey. A mama, like a Mama Kelsey? Kelsey? And we'll, yep. and we'll call yeah. you Donna all week. 100%. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need a split jersey. Hey, man, look at those games. Two games against Seattle. There are two games against Seattle at the 
the Eagles right in the middle of it. Eagle sandwich. Versus Baltimore yeah. on Christmas Monday night. Good stuff, man. Fun. Kids ready for it. I'm excited to see him progress. Did you say my kids ready for it? I said the kids <laughs> ready for it. The kids my ready for it. How dare you? Stream the NFL and Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate stations, digital platforms, including this Monday night game we're talking about. Stream Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner, and me all season long for free and get in the zone with AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. And just kind of switch it up on you. Trying to switch it up. No, no, no. It's called just switching up the cadence. Okay. Just trying to get your jump off sides. Okay. (laughs) Take a break. TJ, are you ready to do in part your weekly fantasy football advice? You know, I stay ready, so I ain't got to get ready. That's next. And your phone calls to wrap up the show and let you know tomorrow's show, if your name's not O'Connell, you can't be a guest. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Back here on our program. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> okay. So you got your fantasy advice. We got some phone calls. Yeah. Who do you think wins tonight? Jacksonville or New Orleans? Trevor Lawrence playing, yeah. Yeah, you know what? By the way, did he play in the Superdome? Was there one of his games? College? Good question. I'll look it up. Good you question. give me an answer. They might have played. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, think, I think Jacksonville wins tonight. They're just better. Uh, him being out there makes them better. I don't believe in the Saints offense really at all. So uh, I expect Jacksonville to kind of win pretty easily tonight. I got to push back on that one. Oh, really? Which part? Uh, all of it. That um, it's very difficult to play on the road in this environment. Short week. New Orleans fans give them a full day to get ready for a game. It's going to be particularly loud. And, um, I, and, 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 okay. and, you know, Jamal Williams coming back. There's there him, Camara, real Mike, can't guard Mike. Uh, you got uh, Olave Carr coming off a 350 yard game. This defense, this this is a tough one for the Jaguars. Tough one. I mean, Jacksonville to New Orleans is what's that? An hour flight. As a matter of fact, the 2021 uh, Sugar Bowl. That let me make sure. Did that feature Trevor Lawrence? It did. Um, no, the Tigers. Hold on a minute. I believe this was a Trevor Lawrence game. Yes. Um, I got I think it was. They played They played at uh, Ohio State. This is Justin Fields. Took care of business, buddy. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they got all those weapons, and they put, had 13 points last week. It's probably the last time Trevor Lawrence has been in this, uh, this Texans, stadium. So. He's back. I don't think the Saints are particularly that good. I don't think the Superdome is as a home field advantage as it used to be. Okay. There we go. Very good. We'll see what happens this evening. Watch it on Roku. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Jimmy in Arizona has been hanging on for a while. What's up, Jimmy? Jimmy. Hi, Rich. I got two quick ideas for the NFL to make it better and safer. First off, we need to go to a two-by system, take the week two and three Thursday games out, and then get a schedule where every team that plays Thursday has the bye before that. So it's 10 days to, to prepare, 10 days to rest. No more games, two games in five days. I'm surprised Amazon didn't ask for it right away. The second idea is the coin flip overtime. Why can't we just have one coin flip? The second coin flip is stupid. 60 minutes, and then you're going to go to luck? One coin flip. You win, you take the ball, or you defer. Second half, you have the same decision. 
you see what the game is, you keep the ball, or you save it for overtime. Now, everybody in the stadium knows at halftime who's getting the ball. We could even go back to sudden death or go back to what we had last year. So either way, it makes it all safer. No more two games in five days. I've been waiting four years to get on online to talk hey, to you. Hey, hey. Two things then, Jimmy. Number one, um, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say you're not from Arizona originally. Jimmy. I'm from Brooklyn. I, I grew up on West 12th Street. My next door neighbor was yeah. Sam DeLuca. There you go. Sam DeLuca. <laughs> That's my cousin. Yo, is that what he said, right? Yeah. I think no, he owes me money, Sam DeLuca. When he came home at 68 with his cast. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, um, I, 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 the, the, of the two things that you said, didn't we once upon a time talk about the coin flip to start the game I think should so, involve yeah. I, overtime, I, I, I have right? I where you keep it. But I really think by halftime, even all states can come out and say the halftime decision because it's a, it's a coach's choice. We don't have to worry about luck anymore. So if, you, if you're the mm. team that's not going to get the ball, maybe you go for two. Or if you are the team, then maybe you play differently. But everybody in the stadium knows who's getting the ball. So you don't have to cry that they didn't touch it in overtime. There you that's go. Safety. Jimmy, in, Jimmy uh, in Arizona by way of Brooklyn here hey, on the Rich Eisen Jimmy, Show. Jimmy, did you ever call here once and say he's we're already talking gone. playoffs gone. or what? He, he I know gone. he's gone. I'm just putting he it out there. He wasn't the playoffs or what guy. wasn't him. He was not. And the other thing, too, is I think the NFL at some point one day will be trying to extend the season all the way to President's Day weekend for the Super Bowl. Because as you know, so many people are saying the Super Bowl is such a major event that yeah. the day after should be a national holiday. So you actually put it on a weekend where the day after is, in fact, a national holiday. And that the, the extend it one more week. And the way to do that is to give a second bye weekend. Certainly if there's international travel, certainly if there is some sort of a Thursday night competitive advantage, I doubt it. I doubt it. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Um, we'll maybe sneak in one more phone call, but for the moment, uh, it's now time for our weekly fantasy football update brought to you by Prize Picks. TJ Jefferson, take it away, sir. Hey, DJ Mikey D, you already hit the music. You already know. Look, guys, we're going to try to get you ready for week seven of fantasy football. I'm just going to give you a few picks to help you get that dub this week. I'm going to start with him. I've never said this before, but guys, believe it or not, Sam Howell, quarterback of the Washington he's football him. teams. What? He's him this week Whoa. against the Giants, and I'll tell you why. He scored nearly 22 fantasy points per game over in four of his last five, including three in a row. And three of the past five QBs against these G-men have scored at least 20.9 fantasy points. I never really thought that I'd put Sam in this category, but I'm going to tell you right now, if you have him, play him. Sam Howell is him this week. Just putting it down. Also, Drake London. Wide receiver of the Falcons against the Bucks. You know, in the past five games, he scored at least 14.7 points. And the Bucks have allowed eight receivers to score at least 13 points against them. So, hey, let's ride with Drake. I know we're not big on Desmond Ritter sometimes, but I, I think Drake London might have a good Love week this week. Matter of fact, I know he's going to have a good week, and that's why Drake London is also him. Now, who's not him? That's going to be our buddy Kirk Cousins, unfortunately, against the 49ers. I know last week I thought he'd have a good game, but I think this 49ers D is going to be a little pissed off after what <laughs> happened to them and about all the talk that they've been hearing. No Justin Jefferson really hurts. You lose that guy, you, your numbers are going to go down. Now, Kirk does have 14 touchdown passes. So if you have to start him, start him. But if you have another option, I'd say maybe go with him this week. Also, DJ Moore, wide receiver of the Bears. Look. Tyson Badgett, he's getting the start. If this was an arm wrestling contest, I'd say go with him, but it's not. Therefore, DJ Moore should be sitting on your bench because I just don't see him having a great week. DJ Moore, Kirk Cousins, they are not him. And also just another thing, Rich, a guy yes, that you mentioned earlier who might be him, Jameer Gibbs, running back of the of the Lions. We've been waiting for him all year. Okay, he the Lions used first-round draft pick. David Montgomery's not there. I know Craig Reynolds is there, and he might take a little bit of the shine off of him. But at some point, Jameer Gibbs has to have the type of game that justifies him being such a high draft pick for these lines. I know the Ravens' defense is tough, but, you know, you got to go with your head your gut sometimes. I'm going with my gut. I'm saying roll with Jameer Gibbs. I know I am this week. Well, if he can and answer the it. bell, we'll see. And Craig Reynolds has been a little bit banged up, too. They're they're kind of at, uh, at odds with their running back group right now for Detroit, and that was our fantasy football update sponsored by prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app if you're ready to test your skills join 
The Prize Picks community must be present in certain states. Visit PrizePicks.com for restrictions and details. I've been trying to stay away from giving um, uh, Cooper fantasy advice. He's now 0 6. He saw a stat on ESPN, uh, the fantasy site, that 2%, 2 of the teams on the ESPN fantasy site. Yeah, and he goes, I'm part of the 2%. (laughs) And so he has Joe Burrow, and he had a choice of quarterbacks to pick up. Um, Geno Smith, he took over Sam Howell. So I'm not going to tell him you think he's him. (laughs) Well, I could be. I mean, Geno had a great game with the exception of two picks against Cincinnati. Costly picks, obviously. Let's go to Dave in Nashville here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Dave? Hey, Rich. What's up? Hey, Dave. Hey, so I'm watching the, the sh- you talk to Brock Purdy. And yeah. I'm thinking, you know who that guy looks like? Who? He looks like Rudy from the movie. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. And he didn't want to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sean Astin is what you so, said. Dave, clearly. Rudy these days? Dave, clearly you're. No, I'm, I'm steering clear of the real Rudy. Um, we yeah. found out he's nice with his hands. Although, so. if he does live in Vegas still, I'll be there for a Super Bowl. He's got a whole week Could to come. Can you outrun him, you think, these days? Oh, I think I can, for sure. <laughs> We have to have him on the show, right? Unless, that on pay-per-view. Dave, unless somebody puts him on their shoulders and chases after me. Whoa. 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 Like it actually happened. Whoa. Or if they put him on the edge and let him rush the quarterback. No. You know. But since you since you clearly are a fan of this program, then, Dave, you know to say yes. somebody who is being accused oh. of um, – uh, being such the apple of my eye that he's like one of my sons, to say he looks like Rudy, those are fighting words. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's like my words to Rudy. You know what I mean? They're, really fi- they're, they're fighting like words. Baby face, a baby face quarterback, man. All right. For that take, should we give Dave a slow clap? Like Charles S. Dutton? Nobody. Very good. Thank you, Dave. Like, by the way, nobody on planet Earth claps like in that. the history of clapping <laughs> claps like that. <laughs> It Charles was, S. Dutton was, clapping like he does in Rudy weird. offends yeah. even Great gift. one of the sweetest guys in the history of the world. I wonder if that was a choice. The former coach of the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. Jason Garrett. Even he would be upset with that clap. <laughs> there you go. Even the he would be clap. like, who claps like that? <laughs> the official clap. <laughs> Charles S. Dutton on the 55th take. Get out of here. Yeah, right? That's what I mean. I've been here all day, and I'm I've just had to clap for cold. I'm at let me just stadium. let me just say something, in a, you know, to end this program, since I'm seeing everybody's talking about the Michigan thing about um, apparently violating a rule that you're not allowed to send anybody on the road. It's a money-saving rule from 1994 in college football. You're not allowed to send anybody on the road to scout uh, teams, and uh, you know, specifically, it's an anti-sign stealing thing. If Michigan did do something like this, whatever the punishment is, they should get it. It's that simple. and um, But I, I just find it also strange that our schedule sucks and we s- suck for having such a sh- crappy schedule. And and we're, you know, but we're also spying. So it's kind of weird. Like, a, what, what, what is it? Maybe we are spying and our scheduling does suck. I don't know. But I don't know what's going on. Have no idea what's going on. If they did it, whatever the penalty is, they should suffer it. How does that sound? Facts, straight up. That said... Michigan State saying that they're concerned about the health and safety of the players over sign stealing. They thought they threatened to not play the game, but said Thursday they're playing the game. Oh, good. Thank you for that. Greatly appreciated. What? You're sending people on the road to steal our signs? Our players might be in danger. Okay. Danger will run. So then, what? Indiana's players weren't in danger? The hypocrisy sometimes in this world is insane. That'll wrap up this show. <laughs> 